Hafiday, welcome to another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Ken Nicholas. I'm joined by Uncle Ken and Jason Salas. And Hello. On Real Hello. Talk, we talk about uh, the newest movies and everything you want to know about your favorite actor, actresses, or uh, uh, directors. And today, we have a special um, special subject. It's about damn time, too. <laughs> it is. When, um, you know, and, and we're tying this in because the movie... His most recent movie has just been released, uh, uh, Rambo, Last Blood. Yeah. Is it really called Last Blood? It is called Rambo, Last Blood. So, hey, guys, you know, if you didn't know, you can watch uh, Rambo, Last Blood at Tango Theaters. Shout out to Tango Theaters, longtime sponsor of Real Talk. And this will be the final, final installation of the epic movie series Rambo and so today's episode is all about First Sylvester Stallone 33 years ago amazing and and you know I gotta say First Blood is was an awesome awesome it movie was. probably ahead of its time to be honest very much very much so you know when you think about the monologue when he's talking about you know the atrocities of war and stuff you're like wow you know like that stuff kind of like was it a monologue? It I mean, was a monologue. Uh, yeah. I mean, there were there was at least one other person. Well, Colonel Troutman was in the room, but it was only yeah, no, yeah. That was you know, and, and you know. What and I, I mean, think? he went there and he said, "I mean, Johnny, I mean, uh, these guys are getting shot, and I mean, the guys over there, and I mean, his <laughs> face is in my lap." And the to figure out what he was actually saying that movie. <laughs> you know, and like when I watching it as a kid, I don't remember that scene at all. But then when I rewatched it like years later, after have watching. After having watched more uh, other like war movies that try to predict that, like you know, like Black Hawk Down or uh, Full Metal Jacket, you know, and you rewatch Rambo, you're like, oh wow, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that this scene actually took place. That's very good insight because I, I would say that of any of Sly's movies, First Blood probably has like the most indelible images. Right. And that's saying a lot because he also did Rocky. But you know, you rem- uh, like same as you when I was a kid. I watched First Blood in the theater, and then I've watched it numerous times again on syndication and cable, but you remember the electrical burns on his back when they forced him to take a shower. You remember him throwing rocks at the helicopter. And of course, if you grew up on Guam, you know, throwing rocks was like a thing. That's the way we fight. (laughs) What is is, uh, the guy's name? Horatio Kane, his real name? The guy from CSI. Oh, David. David. Uh, David Caruso. David, David Caruso. Caruso. Yeah. Oh, David. The Caruso. only guy apparently in the state of Oregon with red hair. <laughs> it's like it's like sheriff. I mean, we can't do this. This guy. This guy's a war hero. This guy's a Green Beret, man. So I mean, since this this episode, guys, if you're just tuning in trying to figure out what these two guys are talking about, we are talking about the best Sylvester Stallone movies, and we're just gonna go start with that Rambo, First Blood. That's up there on my list. One of the best for sure. Absolutely. And I would say, arguably, arguably the best Rambo movie in the series. If not the best. Ooh. Like, obviously, it's the best, but there's, this, there's another Rambo movie that I think just does not get enough love. You're going to say about. Rambo, right? The one that came out. Okay, because you like gore, and that movie was I do not like incredibly gore. violent. I do not like gore at all, but that movie was incredibly violent. And I, I actually think it's ahead of its time. Wait, what, what, Rambo 5, right? The, the, the one before this. Yeah. John Rambo. Yep, movie. yep, yep, yep. Rambo. What, were the, what was the tagline for Rambo 3? It goes, the first time it was for his his country or the first time was for him the second time was for his country this time 
it's to save a friend because <laughs> Colonel Troutman gets like abducted or something. Now, wasn't the second one for love? Because the girl. You know, no, the, 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 the girl was just incidental. He he went there to rescue POWs in yeah. in Vietnam, Vietnam, and they, they yeah. sent him back in. But man, the second one was super good. Or, he, I mean, it was pretty he had the too. line of the movie in. Okay, I guess we're just talking about the entire Rambo franchise. Right? Yeah, but, let's do it. Let's but do remember it. in part two because Colonel Troutman finally went up to him because John Rambo goes back to to the operations center, the whatever like that. Takes his K bar knife, which is. <laughs> I mean, I'm six foot three, and that knife is taller than me. I mean, it's got the serrated, you know, saw that goes backwards and everything. You've never seen such. I mean, they're machetes that aren't as big as that knife, right? Rams it into the desk. Says, "There's more. There's more men out there. Find them. You know where they are." And he walks away. And then Colonel Troutman's there. He's like, "Johnny, why do you hate your country so much? Hate it? I die for it." So, Johnny, what do you want? I want our country to love us as much as we love it and he and then colonel Troutman gets it you know this guy's not just a ptsd hardened mm-hmm. killing machine this guy actually really loves his nation and all of the brutalities that he's been forced to do and everything like that he hasn't lost his humanity you know like Sometimes lines come across as so like cliche or kind of just like oh that's so corny, but honestly when when Sylvester Stallone says any Rambo line I'm like yeah yeah like that's awesome he makes it believable yeah like I mean for like, we're talking more, more about so the monologue and yeah of way more yeah so more than, okay I think Arnold has more like of these little you yeah know, Ar- Ar- like Arnold's more back. into the more like corny stuff like one-liners like a predator one- he throws like the machete at the guy <laughs> stick around <Yeah. laughs> what's that movie uh oh god see now we're going on a tangent that that one movie with commando yeah. like you know he's just i had to uh, go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, drop him or something or the uh, total recall you know when the guy's arms get cut off on the elevator and he's like uh, i'll see you on the way down yeah <laughs> But anyway, we're talking about. But uh, no, but I, and, and you know what? You know what? I believe the reason for that is is because Stallone started out. Well, we'll talk about how he started out. But Stallone got his cut his teeth and got his chops as a writer. Hmm. It's very famously known that he he wrote the original screenplay for Rocky. He was a struggling artist. He was living out of his car in Philadelphia. Wrote wrote the screenplay for Rocky completely on his own, I believe in like a month and a half on the back of like discarded notebooks. Well, he had some influences because at that particular time, uh, you know, there was a fighter with the name of Chuck Webner. Yep, the real life Rocky Balboa. Of, yeah, real life yep. Rocky Balboa. And he based a story in that. And there's some similarities in the movie with uh, Muhammad Ali and, uh, and uh, Don King at that mm. time, I guess, whoever's promoter was. But yeah, he got sued later on. I guess. Uh, yeah, but but he all he, um, I believe there was a studio that actually wanted to buy the sc- the original screenplay for Rocky from him, and he said, you know, you can't be in it, and we want to change a bunch of stuff. And he goes, nope. And he, this was a guy who you know, whose life would have been an upgrade if he was eating ramen every day. I mean, he was starving literally, and he said, this is my art, and I know the kind of story I want to tell, and I know this is what I want to make, and if I have to, you know, scrape by and get it done, I'm going to get this project done. And he did. There's like an urban. I don't know if it's true or not, but like he had to sell his dog or something to. Yeah. Is that real? Did yeah. He, and then he bought the dog back. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's like one of the John Wick. <laughs> the, the coolest real life like 
things about an actor I've ever heard, I think. That's pretty awesome. And of course, Rocky was not Stallone's first film because his very first foray into, let's say, cinema was hardcore pornography. Softcore. So, was it softcore? I don't know. I don't know. I heard softcore, but in the seventies, at this point, it's like there was no differentiation between soft and hardcore in the seventies. Yeah, it's porn, so was, that porn was porn. Yeah, porn was porn. But basically, he he did one of those as you know, Jackie Chan has done, Cameron Diaz has done. Is that done, before whatever. Lords of Batbush? Yeah. Is okay. it, people have traced about. Yeah. So so anyway, so Rambo. So I uh, totally agree. Rambo has. The story of Rambo, even though the sequels got cheesier and cheesier, there's still that core idea that you know you can really glom onto. And part one was just like it's like wow man, this, this guy's just this guy just wanted to go visit his friend and get something to eat. Um, and he he just got treated like crap from moment one from you know these, you know, these I, I, backwoods sheriffs. Honestly, I think Rambo one and Rambo two are distinctly different in the direction that they took compared to the later movies in the series you know like those first two ones were a little more of like an insightful look at how uh vets are treated you know when they return uh back to society you and know? ptsd wasn't a thing back then but um you know i think i think it kind of just lost its way in the middle like rambo 3 was obviously just flat out just an action movie let's go uh capture that's the when, colonel that's and when then, you fought with the Af- afghanistan yeah yeah okay wait and the hell the crazy like okay uncle ken as air wolf helicopter as a proud veteran of the u.s army right in ram in rambo first blood part two is it possible to actually take a explosive arrow tip and be able to detonate an entire russian gunship while it's flying from like half a mile away with a a bow and arrow no it's a movie because i remember it's no because he blew up a dude right he shot the guy and the guy got blown to smithereens and then he also took out like one of those what, what were those Big Russian gunships called? There's a, there's I a, forgot what they're called. I, I, mean, I forgot what they're called. But anyway, going back to, to the, the, the flavor of that, the meat of that movie. Mm-hmm. It was written by a guy by the name of David Morrell back in 1972. And he saw the Vietnam veterans coming back from Vietnam the way they were treated. Because they were baby killers and, and you know, they were just over there killing for Uncle Sam and there was no respect. The majority of them had drugs in them and, and everything else. So if there is such a movie that would identify with Shell Shock, yes. a.k.a. PTSD, this would be it. Because the effects of that movie, the way it happened to Rambo itself, is very believable that mm-hmm. people actually do that. They're out of this, you know, coming back from the service. Mm-hmm. They were trained to kill. Remember, Colonel, That's the only thing you knew how to do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was trained to do that. Yeah. I remember he was trying, that colonel there, his boss or whatever, it was Troutman. Yep. That's his name, yeah. <laughs> he was trying to protect the town and the sheriff from Rambo. That's why he was I remember in. that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not trying to protect sheriff from you guys. <laughs> sheriff, you're dealing with a man who can kill without any hesitation. A man who can eat things that would make a billy goat puke. <laughs> Just the man, Richard Crenna, right? Richard Crenna, yeah. a man taught to live off the land. So tell you what, if you go out there, you're gonna need to bring something with you. What's that? A fresh supply of body bags. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Brian Dennehy, and Brian Dennehy was great Brian as, as the oh, yeah. sheriff. Man, I mean, not yeah. as great as he was in FX. <laughs> 
Was <laughs> FX was glorious. But no, but, but Brian, I mean, what a cast. <laughs> yep, yep. David Caruso. David Caruso. David Caruso. Oh, man. That one guy from uh, Beverly Hills Cop, the fat cop. Ju- not Judge Reinhold, the other guy. Yeah, the other guy. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, yeah, movie. yeah, he was there. Oh, he was and the they showed, like, okay, okay, so Rambo is apparently the best of the best Green Beret, Special Forces, you know, Black Ops guy and everything like that. And then they've got these, you know, weekend warrior, like, National Guard guys who were over there. And, and, and that like, was so believable. And he's like, yep. he's like, Tommy, he's like, hey, man, I gotta close up the shop, man. I gotta open, <laughs> I, yo, I gotta give my, I think I gotta take <laughs> my, my kid to school. Oh, and, yeah, and they're all like, okay, you know, the whole thing about, you know, serve your country, you know, one one weekend a month, you know, two weeks a year and everything like weekend that. Weekend warriors. Yeah, and you're dealing with, you know, you know, the elite it was so believable when it came out and I watched that movie I said this is dead on man so like I mean best that's the best Rambo movie right absolutely yeah absolutely. Part, part one part one part, 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 one, part one is just on such a different level yeah, it, it is definitely else. different on a different level than the rest and it's like it's honestly just such a it is a good movie overall not just the best Rambo movie it's just one of just, it's a that's a great movie. Movie. that comes on today and you can make like young people watch it and, and they would probably be like wow you know that's my, you know, devoid of CGI. I mean, the acting is still really, really great. So I really feel like the other Rambles kind of just missed the mark until you hit Rambo 2008, which is more of a return to what Rambo 2 was, like the atrocities of war and like the fact that even when you're not in an official war, there's still like battles happening around the world and in third world countries and mm-hmm. and that's you know what happens in that ramble and i thought it was super gory like just shocking amounts of violence which is ahead of its time i thought Do you, I, I believe that they they said the initial screenings of of that film when it first came out they considered giving it a rating of x really because it was just too graphic and they were and then they said okay well you know i mean obviously it's very very violent but they're like we can't go that far okay a strong r so um you know we mentioned the screenplay for Rocky. So should we talk about Rocky next? Yes. Please. Yes. I've, I've been waiting so... Uh, you take it away. I'm not a big fan of Rocky, the series in general. But, I mean, I do like the movies. I just, you know... Of all the Sylvester Stallone movies, I actually think of that series a lot lower than I think of a lot of the other bodies of work that he's done. Well, that's that's fair. But, you know, AFI, the American Film Institute, has actually said that they they hold... The original Rocky film, like as one of the three greatest American films of the last century. Wow, really? Citizen Kane, The Godfather, and Rocky. I mean, it's not Citizen Kane. Yeah, it's up there with Citizen. It's up there with Citizen Kane and Orson Welles. Yeah, Citizen Kane and The Godfather and Rocky. Because I mean, I mean, Rocky's a story of of being an underdog. Of I mean, it it literally tells the story. It's a character study about about moral victory because most people do not realize even if you've like seen it a bunch of times you i remind people all the time i was like hey remember rocky did not win in part one yeah. he lost to apollo but he claimed the, the moral the, the moral yeah. victory i mean you know he wanted to do something you know he 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 got his manhood he fell in love with adrian um and at the beginning of rocky 2 which is what they did like in the 70s and 80s where you know just like with Halloween, part two picks up immediately where part one ends. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Apollo was there, and he's all beaten up. And even though he retained his heavyweight title, title of the world, um, he's like, Stallion, you owe me another one, chump. You got, you got to give me another fight. I mean, he is absolutely demoralized. He was like, he has been emasculated in front of the world, but he still won and th- because this guy took everything away from him. 
funny thing is that that's exactly what they were saying about Cassius Clay or rather uh, Muhammad Ali mm -hmm. that fight with Weber because they never gave this guy a chance you know they never did he was the ultimate scrapper right? yeah. and Rocky's like okay you know he's he's someone who had in in the film he's a runner for the mob He's doing, he's doing, you know, organized crimes, dirty work, and, Not you know, docks, right? and, yeah, and then he figures out, he finds a way to get out of that, and he, he meets Adrian, who's running this pet shop, you know, in, in South Philly, and meets her brother, Polly, who, you know, doesn't trust him at all, and treats his sister like absolute garbage, um, and then begins training under the tutelage of Mickey, Burgess Meredith, um, and, you know, starts to find, you know, new life and everything and winds up, you know, making his way like up the ranks and gets a shot at the title against the world champ. And, and just to see, like, you know, you've got this scrappy Italian guy from Philadelphia, you know, growing up in absolute poverty against, you know, Apollo Creed, you know, the, the ultimate egomaniacal, you know, the man's man. And, you know, the, and those two worlds collided and everything like that. And it was, it's just such a story of of resolve and of triumph even though he technically he doesn't win yeah it's like the david and goliath like slash cinderella type of story you know like that i don't think i totally disagree that it would uh, they're gonna rank it one of the three greatest movies AF. i mean it's 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 a sports movie it's a it's drama it's a love story it's a it's a character study. I mean, you know, like I when I try to think of a movie that's similar to it before its release, I can't think of one, really. But, you know, when you think of after, like it kind of set the the standard of what that kind of archetype and genre is, you know, like that feel-good, you know, Cinderella type story, right? You know, like here's this team or like the Mighty Ducks or whatever, like, you know, like, or Rudy or something. Like here's one guy or a team that's, you know, against all odds and doesn't have a chance, but, you know, through hard work, effort, motivation, you know, and a little faith, you know, they, they get there, you know? So and it's I, the underdog, right? That comes yeah. up on top at the end of the movie. And they or, or they lose, oh, but, they you lose, know, but, but there's, they, yeah, they, they send a message. Yes. Yeah. So, I, and I, I and I think, like, many movies have done it. I just, now when I think about, have there ever, has there ever been a movie that did it better than Rocky or before Rocky? I can't really think of it, I guess. But I so, can't yeah. either, but, you know, it's just... Yeah, I, but I wouldn't say that. It's one of the top three most influential films think, in America. Think about, like, that, that was, what, 76? Maybe at the time. The Rocky, but, but that year, that was the year that Rocky, Jaws, and Star Wars all came out. What a year. Same, yeah. What a year for filmmaking. <laughs> That's awesome. But I mean, wait, okay. Is that the best Rocky? Yeah. Well, Rocky not the one with... Rock, Rock, as, a, as a film and as a story, Rocky 1 is... My favorite film is Rocky 4 when they go to the Soviet Union. Is Rocky 4 that one or is that Rocky 3? Okay. <laughs> this is what... Everybody has this conversation. Rock, Rocky 1 is Apollo versus Apollo versus Rocky. And Rocky, Rocky 2 loses. is Apollo versus... Rocky Earth. 2 is the rematch. Rocky finally wins. Yeah. Uh, Rocky 3 is Rocky versus Mr. T. Mr. T. Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. Rocky Clubber 4 Lang. is Rocky goes to the USSR and fights Ivan Drago. After... Uh, After Ivan Drago yeah. kills oh, Apollo I, Creed. Because Apollo... beat you. I will kill you or something like this. I will you. break you. I will break you. Uh, <laughs> uh, five is Tommy Gunn. Five is Tommy Gunn? Top five is Tommy Gunn. And six is the one with the kid? Where the boy grows yeah, up no, a little bit? Okay, so... Or is that six? Tony Morrison. 
Tommy, Tommy Morrison. Morrison. Tommy Morrison. Yeah, Tommy Morrison. Morrison. Real life. Yeah. Monster. And you know what? You've got to at least give props to Sly for taking some control back because he's like, okay, I realize that these movies are getting really ridiculous and it's even a punchline that they say, okay, like, it's time for Rocky Five thousand you know it's, <laughs> it's you know i mean it, it was approaching the point where he's going to have more sequels on friday the 13th but he said can we at least tell the story and not have this end the way everybody wants it to where i'm going to grow old with adrian and, you know in the later movies adrian is dead died, yeah. his son dies he is the son dies right no the son's alive the, they're just they're uh they're estranged yeah oh okay yeah. until Sorry, you know bad. the creed movies and spoiler then, he himself is going is you know is punchy for for all those you say and you know even Sylvester Stallone got a bad rap for such a long time because everybody thought that's how he really was that you know like that his, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That his lower lip drooped to the side you know he just uh, talked like this all the he, time he had something happened to him that, that that's why it's it's real yeah when he when he was born the doctors yeah. were trying I think he was a breached birth. And so they were trying to take him out, and they had uh, forceps, and they were trying to, like, extract him from his mother's womb, and they accidentally grabbed his lip. Yeah, and he had, he had, like, a little, uh, I mean, it, it actually was, like, a little bit of a droop, but, you know, people That's made... interesting. But, you know, he didn't actually have a speech impediment. That was Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so, I mean... You know what? You definitely want to see. I'm going to check to see if there's any of the Rocky movies on uh, TiVo now. And watch them all. Yeah. I mean, no, I just want to see, you know, some of the middle ones that I don't really remember that well. And if you're just joining us, like if you have TiVo from Docomo Pacific, uh, there is a search function. I don't know if you know this. Like you can type in an actor's name. Like you can type in Sylvester Stallone. And it will tell you. It will pull up all the shows or movies Whoa. that have Sylvester Stallone on the network. So like if there's like Thursday, this week Thursday at 8 p.m., Rocky Four is playing, it will show up on your, your schedule queue for TiVo. So you can schedule those movies. And it's, it's pretty amazing that, you know, uh, TiVo – from Dokum Pacific allows you to do this type of search because you know you can search for your favorite actors, actresses, movies that you've missed, and of course you can use their other functions um, and catch like Ten Minutes Gone, Aladdin, John Wick Three, like we were talking about last week. Uh, those are all available via their View It, which is their video on demand Very platform. Nice. So it's it's pretty cool. But Rocky gave okay. Sorry, one one final thought on Rocky. Rocky gave birth to the training montage, yeah, which was a staple of the Rocky movies. And now, I mean, you know, it's been so imitated. You know, Rocky and Apollo in Part Three, running, you know, running on the beach, having this little, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. There's a Philly. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, the, part, yeah, part, yeah. Okay, Part Three was part three, yeah. was uh, Eye of the Tiger. Part one was Eye of the Tiger. No, part three was Eye of the Tiger. Part one was um, Gonna Fly Now. And I mean, my God, you're in Philadelphia, right? City of brotherly love. You know, the birthplace of American independence. Mm-hmm. And you've got a statue of a fictional character. That's of, right. Of that is that true. Scene of Honestly, Rocky that is Balboa true. He's there, you know, with his, with his arms raised above his head That's with true. his gloves on. And that is, I mean, I know some people that they said when they've gone to Philly, for like volleyball trips or you know like for conferences or anything like that and you know they go online or they have like brochures oh here's everything you can see in you know downtown philadelphia 
so many people have said they want to take a selfie at the Rocky statue before they want to go to the, the Liberty <laughs> Bell. That's crazy. Or they want to go to like, you know, where, where Iverson played. That's awesome, They man. want to see Rocky. That, that, that's crazy how iconic something like that is. All right, what other movies? So we talked about the two biggest franchises in Sylvester Stallone's careers, but he's also done a bunch of singleton offerings, right? What do you got? What do you got on this? Okay, I want to jump around a little bit in his career. A movie I really, really liked because it didn't, position him as like a dummy okay assassins he was one of mine he was very one of mine he was so you have sylvester stallone opposite julianne moore opposite antonio banderas, antonio banderas I who does it. a great i loved it a great scene of a of an expert marksman a sniper stalking Sylvester Stallone in like a bell tower or something like that and then having to pee into a cup into, was and it a holding, cup or was it yeah in the cup and he was drinking and then he had to put it into that little bottle and then he was like he thought he saw somebody walk out and <laughs> oh ma- mother 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 <laughs> <laughs> and Antonio I mean Antonio man, man that was a break well I mean he already broke out after, before that but I mean that was just Another good role uh, for Antonio Banderas. He was just dropping winners at that point. That was such an awesome movie. Assassins was a really good. It movie. was really good. Wait, but he dies in the end, right? They found the uh, Antonio Banderas. No, wait. Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Stallone kills Banderas yeah. because he's pursuing him, and then he winds yeah. up with Julianne Moore in the end, and they yeah. happily happily ever after it. Yeah, I liked it. That, that that's actually happily ever after for contract killers. <laughs> that was a good movie, and and the cat. The cat too. She had a cat. Oh yeah, that was her most prized possession. But uh, you know, movie the internet I like, was depicted terribly in that movie. <laughs> the movie that I like that's very similar to Assassins is The Specialist with uh, Sharon Stone and um, James Woods. You remember The Specialist yeah, where he's the I bomb? Did not he's like the, the, he's a what do you call him? Like I don't know what you call him. He's the bomb guy. But uh, yeah, that was a pretty. He's EOD. Yeah, that was a pretty awesome, awesome movie. And they had the scene with uh, Sharon Stone and Sylvester Stallone in the bathroom. I was like, wow, that's yeah. wild. <laughs> but it was that was a good movie. We're I liked it. Mission right there. I liked it, and James, uh, James Woods is just such a good actor. Like such a good bad guy. Yeah, he he's his. Like his delivery and everything is just so top notch. I liked him that movie. He, he plays a really good, hateable character. Yeah. He does that a lot. And he's just so confident. You know what I mean? Like the way he talks is just like, wow, okay. I liked it. That's, that's two, of my, two of my favorites, actually. Two of my favorite Sylvester Stallone movies. You know what's a really good. Okay. We've been talking. Okay. We've been talking about a lot about Sly and action movies, sports movies, obviously. His comedy work okay. is notable. Let's do this. But is Tango and Cash a comedy or is it an action movie? I don't know. Tango and Cash is really funny. It is funny. Like, Tango and Cash is, I don't know. I don't know. It's good. It's a good buddy. It's a fun buddy movie. cop. Right? And he was. It's kind he, of like a buddy cop. He movie, was like you? the Uptown guy, right? He was yeah. like, you know, he's always reading like, you know, uh, what, uh, Wall Street Journal. Yeah. He's looking at like the, so the financial part. And Kurt Russell's like this, you know, gritty L.A. cop who, you know. <laughs> Hasn't bathed in the last four days. Oh, I like that movie. Yeah, that was good. I like that movie. I don't remember how it ended, though. They got that big that big van that looked like the 18 van. Did they have guns with, like, laser sights on them? Yeah, and they, they yeah. went through and, they, and they, they, broke, they broke out of the prison. They went there, and they wound up stalking and um, getting revenge on uh, Jack Palance. Mm. Tango. <laughs> and cash. 
<laughs> Jack Palance is such a good bad guy too. Yeah. yeah. Was he in Young Guns? No, he was. No, he was in City Slickers. Oh, City Slickers. Yeah. Yeah. That's the guy that did the one-handed push-ups right on stage when he received his Emmy or something like this. Jack Palance. Jack Palance. Really. Yeah. That must have been like in the 60s because, yeah. I mean, when I was growing and, up... And then they had to cut out when he went up there to receive the award. And he said that he crabs bigger than any of the actors that were there. Something I like crab bigger than you. Yeah, I crab bigger than you. So, uh, yeah, Jack Palance. Well, he was... Okay, he was in Batman. No, he was in uh, Young Guns too. Yeah, he was. He was in Young oh, Guns. He's no, the he bad guy. Young Guns 1. He was the, he yeah, he was the he main was bad the guy. Irishman, yeah. The one that... Yeah, the one with the... the with the... Gosh, what is the... China doll! China doll! <laughs> Oh gosh, Kiefer okay. Sutherland, man. Yeah, even even in the West, abject <laughs> racism, back in racial profiling oh, in the old man. West. Yeah, that was Jack Palance. Oh, what a good bad guy, or like a you know well played bad guy. Speaking of comedy, we're hitting for blood. You know, you know what movie is just just doesn't get enough love and i think if you are interested really in some of sylvester stallone's top films i know you have definitely got to watch is demolition Demolition, man (laughs) by far the funniest and most witty of all the sylvester stallone movies um sandra bullock's in it dennis leary wesley snipes i was gonna say oh yeah as the like um, uh, yeah. Rob Schneider, Rob Sh- and uh, what's and what's his name? Benjamin Benjamin Bratt. Bratt. Like, dude, that was a but you know super good one. They had the three okay. seashells. Never really explained so the three seashells. Oh, the three seashells. Yeah, how do you wipe your ass with three seashells? I don't know. I gotta look it up. I'm gonna Google it because I don't know what the three seashells okay. are supposed to be. Literally, the movie poster pitted Sly against Wesley. Stallone against Snipes over there. You know, oh, yeah, Stallone John, and Snipes. John Spartan versus, you know, Simon Phoenix and everything. <laughs> but but that movie really was a showcase for Stallone because he did comedy, he did action. There was a little bit of acting in there. It was funny. It was so good. Like, I, I don't know. That is honestly one of the best action comedies ever, ever. Like, that was just so good. Like, and, you know, Wesley Snipes, has he ever had a better role like maybe blade blade <laughs> but i you know like just he was just so in his in major league i mean man he was just so in his element like yeah. he was really funny like they I, played I, off each other super well okay i would say that and it pains me to say this but in my opinion wesley snipes stole the show because he had a lot of really good lines and a lot of really good scenes, but it was the slice showcase. I mean, he did. I, he was. I remember so when good. when uh, Sandra Bullock was there, and she was like, "Well, John Spartan," and she always says his complete name. For, <laughs> well, John Spartan, I was wondering if you would like if we to. would like to have sexual intercourse with me. And he's like, "Oh, okay." And then she's like, "And she says, wait, wait, you're gonna touch me?" And he's like, "Uh, yeah, isn't that what you know? <laughs> I was getting ready to you know lay the pipe or you know whatever he says." And then and then she goes, "Oh no." <laughs> Here's this like halo that you put in your head. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> and it's yeah, because how much time elapsed between when he got frozen and in dude like eighty years or something? Is that what it was? Something yeah. crazy. We gotta find out what year it was actually, because I want to see it's like twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. I think, so. I think it's yeah, like twenty twenty so. or twenty twenty one. Okay. One thing that's always bothered me, and I would love your guys' opinion on this because I haven't been able to figure it out. Is Sandra Bullock? Sylvester Stallone's daughter in that movie. No. Because remember, there's there's a little line there that they heavily imply that 
that w before Stallone got frozen, he knew Lenina Huxley's mother. And that's why even when he's about to have sex with her, he even like, you know, something like, he's like, wait, this isn't right on some level. And he kind of like, hold, he kind of like withdraws or pushes back. No, I don't. I don't think so. That's been that's been a myth on online. I'm you know that's I'm gonna really watch it. I'm gonna so go ahead and watch that. Yeah, like, go ahead and do that. That, that would be. It was such a ostentatious movie. That's the word. like you know San Angeles because there's <laughs> because San Francisco <laughs> and LA they had the big quick and they and they merged. Oh my gosh! Or like how the radio doesn't even play music anymore, <laughs> which they play the, they play the, the commercials, <laughs> the the, which was um you know that's just such hot a hot dog. The way they hot dog. allude to like a lot of like the changes in the modern world was it's I mean honestly funny. it was really there, a good okay. Movie. There's only one restaurant in the entire world now, and it's all. Taco Bell. <laughs> it's all Taco Bell. Oh gosh, man! But it was so like you know. Every time he curses, you have committed a violation of the <laughs> of the profanity statute. You are being fined one hundred dollars. And he just goes there and he keeps cursing left and right. Oh yeah, you want to see me wipe my ass now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, a stack of paper. They <laughs> didn't tell him about the seashells. <laughs> no, but you know what's so funny that was is like super funny. Like honestly, it was so crazy because like the the premise was basically like. Okay, so Sylvester Stone was a cop, uh, John Spartan, and he got set up by Simon Phoenix, uh, played by Wesley Snipes, uh, and in, in this setup, it resulted in the death of like all these people, right? But they were actually already killed. But you know, anyway, he got set up. So in this future, they cryogenically freeze you, and while you're frozen, this computer or whatever somehow like genetically alters your uh, your memories or your skills and abilities so that you <laughs> learn things that are more reformed. And let me so set this up here. So Wesley Snipes comes out, he knows Kung Fu, <laughs> he knows how to write code, he can hack into like any mainframe or any computer. He has like weapon proficiency for yeah. every weapon. So he hasn't existed. So they, they made him a killing machine. So he's basically, basically Captain America. He's a super yeah. soldier. Yeah. yeah. Stallone... <laughs> <laughs> they gave him knitting. He's like, he knows knitting. how to do needlepoint. He's like, okay, well, what do I know how to do? He's like, and, uh, and uh, Sandra Bullock goes there. She's like, oh, John Spartan, what do you do? Oh, I don't know. I've been up making sweaters all night. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That movie is just so good. Like, because just, that, that, was, that was like his rehabilitation or something. Yeah, it was so – I mean, which is like when you think about like the, the – the issues with uh, being incarcerated and how hard it is to reform a criminal. Like, you think, like, oh, wow, like, it's, this is super fun at one level, but then at the same time, it's like, oh, this is interesting because you think about the problems that, you know, people face being incarcerated and, and, and the, the issues with the penal system, right? So I, I, I thought it was pretty cool. And my favorite line from the movie will always be when he's... <laughs> Picked up the TV, the CRT monitor, and threw it at Wesley Snipes and was like, hey, look, you're on TV. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was so but, good. But man. I, just, I, that was so good. There's a lot of futurist theory in that, too, because just like with Minority Report, mm. what Philip K. Dick predicted is they said, you know, crime of the future, uh, weapons are not lethal anymore. Even police officers don't carry guns. So... They had those like like those shock sticks, or you know they call them like in, in Minority Report the six sticks, and it mm -hmm. it invokes you know vomiting from you. But but even in like Demolition Man, they're like, oh, you committed murder, death, kill, murder, death, kill, <laughs> murder, death, kill. And then that old that old black cop who's who is the pilot. Remember yeah, before yeah, he, yeah. he's like, no, 
Simon Phoenix is an old school criminal. To catch him, we need an old school cop. We need John Spartan. <laughs> they go into like, the freezer and they pull him out. <laughs> Thawing him out, right? Yeah, thaw yeah, him out. Man, that, you, know, you know, I think they said that that took place in like 1994 or something. Is it? I yeah. don't know. I'm going to go look it up. That is amazing. You know, there's one more series that we, yeah. we kind of just totally overlooked. Which one you're talking about? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Spartan is thawed. 36 years later in 2032. Oh, okay. So it we, still got, hey, we still got 12 or so years to get the flying cars, guys. So AK or Toyota, whoever's working on it, get it yeah, done. We got we to gotta get that done soon. And oh, by, the, by the way, we hope you really, really like Nachos Belgrande. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's going to be a lot of it. As long as they have Baja Blast, I think it would be good for, you know. But uh, So, um, you know, there's one series that we kind of miss, and it, it's happened in the latter part of Stallone's career and I actually really am pleased that you know he was able to make fun of himself or just like kind of uh, appreciate what he was known for and and build the expendables right which is basically uh, opportunity to have a all-star cast of every action star ever and put them in one movie right so the first one had him jason statham randy quaid uh arnold uh funny how you say randy quaid and i'm sorry uh man well how come i can't think it was randy couture uh arnold bruce willis like uh terry cruz and put them all in like one film and then the second one had like Chuck Norris, right? Chuck Norris came in the second one, or Jet was he in the Lee. first one? Jet Li. They put the Hemsworth. They put Liam Hemsworth. I guess I couldn't afford. Was Ronda Rousey in part two? Or part she two? was in one of them. I think she's yeah. in part three. But that, I mean, that was a uh, interesting series as well. You know, where it's like you. All those guys and Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah. And then Mel Gibson. They've, they've got John Claude Van Damme they've was got, a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, all those guys and Frazier. Wesley Snipes. That was awesome, man. I like that. Wesley Snipes was in the last one. Or the last two. I think it was the last two. Yeah. That was Jet awesome. Gently. That was so cool. I really like. Uh, Expendables was good. You, you know what I like? I like that it's not serious. You know that yeah. it's just like fun. You know. Let's but let's poke fun at ourselves and like how ridiculous our own careers have been because like a lot a lot of the stuff is and a lot of them are older. You know what I mean? It's kind of like what's that movie with the four astronauts? Space Cowboys. It's like Space Cowboys, but in an action movie. Yeah. Comedy Jones. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, here's an opportunity. Let's put these, not has-beens, but these guys have missed their prime of acting. And like, let's put, like, or, you know, wow. they're, they're past their prime. They're past their acting prime. He's 70 years old. Sylvester Stallone is past his acting prime. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about, like, Space Cowboys, because I was going to say, uh, Clint Eastwood is past his acting prime. Oh, well. Tommy Lee Jones. Clint Eastwood is also past his acting prime. Would you not agree? Probably not a passes directing. Did crime. you did you not watch um, Million Dollar Baby? I did watch Million Dollar Baby, so yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's pretty much passes acting prime. Wow! Did he win a, a Academy Award for it? For directing. For oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, directing and acting are two different things, right? I mean, okay. That, just making sure that when we talk about past his acting prime like we're talking about like you know just for that I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna get you know a a boxing robe tomorrow and wear it it into work and it's gonna say Mokushla (laughs) yeah I'm gonna put you in the ICU (laughs) Uh, okay yeah expendables maybe you won't send me to cryo prison (laughs) wake me up in 2032 okay Okay, what else we got what else we got okay I like over the top oh man that's an old one oh that's a good one too again wait who was the bad guy 
Was it Bam Bam Bigelow or somebody or? No, I think Bam Bam was in there, but I was wait, was it Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds? I don't remember. Which movie is this? Over, Over the, the top. top, the arm Over wrestling. The arm wrestling movie. Again, Sly took a specific <laughs> And he had that face, you know. <laughs> but I mean but was it that- John Lithgow? Was he in that movie? Yeah. I don't know. I mean okay, Over the Top was kind of two movies in one because you have Sylvester Stallone I mean, okay, and, and way before Ken Griffey Jr. Sly made turning your, your hat backwards. Oh, yeah. Cool. He was the only <laughs> yeah. guy who did that, like, back then. Um, and then he had, you know, the father-son relationship with the little yeah. kid, and he was driving. You know, he was trying to rescue him, and you had... It's kind of like real like steel. 18, yeah, this 18-wheeler and everything. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you have, you know... Oh, over the top, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then you have the, yeah, Kenny Loggins coming in, and, you know... Uh, and how did, what did he have to do? He had to make his fingers go over the top of the guy's hand, right? Like over the guy's knuckles. And Sly's not a big dude. Bro, what are you talking about? He's a huge dude. Sylvester Stallone? Hang on. Oh, my gosh, How bro. tall is Sylvester Stallone? Who cares how tall he is? That guy is muscular, man. 11, 5, well, 10, something like that. Maybe like we'll, 5, We'll 10. consult Google. 5, 10, maybe. 5, 11. He's got to be taller than Tom Cruise for sure. Bro, you're crazy, man. Sylvester Stallone is big, no, dude. He's, he's huge. Thick, but he's he's not a big guy. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, I stand corrected. You want to take a guess on how tall he is? 5'11". He's 5'10". Five, 5'10". Ten. Five, ten. Oh, yeah, so I never knew Stallone was that tall. He was. Wow. <laughs> he got this thing where uh, uh, his future films, right? Tom Cruise is 5'7". Mm. They had filming at a, film him uh, at, at, a, at an angle. angle where he appears taller. No. Uh, that movie with, uh, was that... Uh, the one with uh, Kurt Russell, Tango and oh, Cash. Tango and Cash. Yeah, yeah, Tango and Cash. Yeah, they they won. I never knew Sly was that tall. Wow, that was a pretty cool movie. Yeah, it's not one of my faves though, but I mean, I, it's memorable. It was a fun movie. Yeah, I did not like Cobra. Did someone break their wrist in that movie? Yeah. Oh, that was a gross. But then movie. remember, like when he when Sly finally got him, he's like, All right, dude, you got him. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was a f- funny movie, man. And Sammy Hagar's got the We are takes it all to the beautiful. Time to take it all over the top. You know what we didn't talk about? There's two movies that Okay. That's gotta be on my list of like sly movies. Like if, if anyone asks me what movies Oh, you know, okay, there's actually three. There's Copland, which I'm not gonna talk about, but you know, that was actually a really, really good movie. Uh but I I don't care too he much was, for serious roles like that. He acted in that movie. Yeah. Yep. I don't. I don't care sure too did. much for the serious roles, uh, but Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger was the one I was thinking about. That was an awesome Again, movie. Sylvester Stallone is really, really adept at taking like one thing that not a lot of people in pop culture like, like arm wrestling or like, <laughs> like archery with you know an explosive tip, or what? What was that like? What, rock you, climbing. What, what would you consider like that vocation? I guess that's rock climbing. I guess. Right, I mean, yeah. that's okay. What there's a difference between what people do now, like like wall rock climbing, and then being like in the middle of the Andes, <laughs> like when there's nothing underneath. Well, I mean, it's pretty uh, rock climbing. Obviously, is a pretty. And he awesome, was a rescue guy, or for some. Oh reason, yeah, he was. A, well, I mean, he was rescue guy at that point. But I mean, that was pretty wild. Like I just remember the scene where he's like hanging upside down, and he's holding the, the himself up with like his palm, like you know, he's just like yeah. squeezing a rock. I was like, whoa, dude, this guy's super strong. I I, I always liked that Sylvester Stallone's movies. 
like these action movies are always an opportunity for him to show off how strong he is. Like you're like, look at me, I can hang with one hand yeah. <laughs> like upside down on the. That was an awesome. Movie. Okay, there's that. You know what? Okay, the, the, since you bring this up, and then he spiked that guy on the stalactite. Yeah, he threw the guy on the stalactite. Oh, dude, that the was one. Crazy. Okay, the one thing that I've always thought was was just too Hollywood to be real. Since you brought up that thing about like Sly showing his strength, and mm-hmm. was when he was in Rambo. And Uncle Ken, please correct me if I'm wrong, but. I've never shot an M60 machine gun. Oh, and did it one hand. But I don't think that yeah, you could basically shoot it with one hand when it's when it's at your hip, and that you could actually have the entire like because those are those are big bullets. I mean, the rounds for those are like you know armor piercing, whatever. Like they're huge. But he wraps the whole thing like around his like forearm. Like dude, that thing would that thing would tear your arm no, in two. No, no, that's okay. What is the recoil on an M60? Could you hold? Could you shoot an M60 like that with one no, arm? No, you can't. No, you can't. Not an M60. I would think that thing would like dislocate your your hip or something. Yeah, yeah, you would. You cannot carry that thing up like that and just like shoot everybody in. <laughs> It's a, it's a heavy gun anyway. Kid, you don't know. Uncle, this guy might be really that strong. He might be that strong. I don't know. Okay. Well, okay. Well, say, say even if it was light enough to be able to to like mount on your hip and everything, could you actually take? What, what would you like? Not a magazine, but a. Um, yes, just rounds of belt, ammo belt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so ridiculous. I, you know, honestly, what it makes me think of is. Uh, he had like an unlimited number <laughs> yeah. of. Like, <laughs> 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 I was like, where is he reloading? It reminds me of Ben Stiller in Tropic Thunder. He's doing the same thing. Gosh, that's such a ridiculous like scene, but that's so awesome. And he goes through water. He runs through the mud. He goes through like these dank jungles and everything like that. And the gun never jams. It always fires perfectly. And correct uh, me if I'm wrong, but I mean, like there, in Vietnam, there were a lot of problems with like oh, yes. M16s yeah, like sure, misfiring. Yeah. Absolutely, for sure. Talking about the machine guns, right? The M60. Yeah. The M16. M16. Yeah, well, like the M60, yeah. and that was that was a heavy machine gun, right? Very heavy machine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's wild. <laughs> I just, I was like, I remember watching that. And I was like, dude, that looks so cool. But the skeptic in me, I was like, that can't be real. I, like, <laughs> I don't know how anybody can do that. That can't, that can't actually work in real life. Yeah, that's ridiculous. All right, I got one more movie. Okay, Daylight. Have you seen Daylight? He's like a bridge operator. Or he used to be like a fireman. Yeah, he gained something like forty pounds. 50 I forgot. Pounds that movie. Well, but no, then, he gained a lot of a lot of weight for Copland too, right? Yeah. Oh, is that Copland or Copland is the? He was about to bust yeah, out of like yeah. that. What was he? He was he was a police officer, but like on the river. Yeah, and he was deaf, like or he had a hearing impairment from oh, something that yeah. occurred. But uh, daylight is uh, he's like a bridge operator or a former rescue uh, or a fire department guy or something, and then the bridge collapses underneath the river. Uh, and people are trapped in there, and he has to get them out of there before you know it fills with water or mm-hmm. or collapses or fully collapses, right? And that was a pretty amazing movie. It's basically the um, New Jersey Tunnel, Poseidon yes. adventure, but instead of being on a trapped on a boat, they're trapped in a tunnel. No, I didn't see that one. It was really good. Actually, it's pretty cool. Pretty good movie. Okay. So and you know who's in there? Viggo Mortensen. With cool. his accent. With a with a like a southern accent which is interesting hmm. okay yeah, so right. so overall if we were to give like a, a aggregate 
rating for Sylvester Stallone's career from one to five? One to five. Hmm. I mean, all, all his all his hits and all his misses, because you know he's he hasn't knocked it out of the park every single time. Certainly. Do you? What are his worst movies? Ooh. Um, some of the cowboy. Spy Kids well, was not good. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, it's not for us. Okay. I'll, well, a lot of the Rocky movies were not good. the the Tom, The Tommy Gun movie was was terrible. Um. You know what though? I was one of the people that when um no oh, what was this? Okay, um in twenty in because Creed came out, came out in twenty fifteen during that year's Oscar awards when he was up for was it the Oscars or Go- the Golden Globes when he was up for a uh, best supporting actor first time he's ever been nominated and everybody was like dude he was like the hands on emotional favorite everybody was like can you please finally recognize this man yeah. with something and he didn't win for what Creed for Creed. Huh. Because I mean, because he he was really good in Creed, and they were like, okay, I don't know if it if it had been determined at that point that they were going to make a sequel to Creed, but they were like, wow, he's closed the loop on that story, and the mm-hmm. the sequels can stop being such so yeah. much of a punchline, and they're like, wow, he, you know, that's the way you want to go out. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, he still did Creed too, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, can, I actually can't even really think of some Sylvester Stallone movies that I didn't really like. I mean, maybe Cobra. I don't know. It's, even then, I yeah, Cobra I did not like. I, I can't really name ones that I think were just flat out horrible. Right. I'm gonna say overall his career was pretty good. I'd say a seven or well, f- I'd say a four, three and a half or a four. Yeah. I he's think Sylvester Stallone's a pretty good actor. Like you know, for what he I, he doesn't. I mean, and he's shown some range. Like obviously he can do action. He can obviously do comedy. He does a lot of his own stunts. And he you know uh, you know he has some acting chops. Should he ever want to like pursue something harder, as he's shown in like Copland, which okay, really good. And if you watch like the, um, again, I'm going to go back to the original Rocky, but more specifically in Rocky Two, the boxing scene, like when, when he fights Apollo. Um, how can I say this? There's a lot of times when you can tell, like when they're swinging, they obviously miss because you know he's not really getting like beat up. So you know, like the 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 punches are pulled a little bit, and you know, like there's a little bit of like too much air in between. But that really is Carl Weathers and Sylvester Stallone. They choreographed yeah. the crap out of that yeah, thing, it was, and yeah. it was really them. And that that was specifically because of Sly's absolute and incontrovertible instruction. He goes, "It's going to be us. We can't make this fake." And there, and if you look at that that fight, except for like when they transition between like round round seven, round eight, there are hardly any cuts in those fightings. You're you're watching every round in almost real time. Well, he got uh, criticized for for that particular uh, uh, scene uh, during the fight, but when he fought, what's his name, uh, the tall guy, Dolph, Duncan, yeah, he said, "Hit me as hard as you can, make it real." So they were really hitting each other. That he. Uh, Almost died. I was hospitalized for something like three weeks because he got smacked around by. I will break you. Guy. Gotta always uh, appreciate someone who's. Uh, but he wanted it to be so real for his craft, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Dolph Lundgren went off, went on to have some interesting roles too. He played He-Man in Masters of the Universe. And he played. Uh, Universal Soldier, John Claude Van Damme, and Universal Soldier. Yeah, which is not too shabby. <laughs> not too bad. Hey, he got onto the Expendables cast, so you know. Oh, that's true. As a regular, so 
Yeah, this was a good episode, man. I, I like looking bad. back at I like Slack. Sylvester. Like, you know, shout outs to Sylvester Stallone. What a great career. Like, it's not a career to be ashamed of, you know? Like, you look back and say, like, man, I made some pretty good movies. Rocky. And that he did, man. He's also dated several of his co-stars, I believe, right? He was married to Bridget Fonda after Cobra, right? <laughs> Wait, was she in Cobra too? Because, I mean... I don't know. Yeah, she was. Bridget she was. Fonda? No, I'm Bridget, sorry. No, Bridget, Bridget Nielsen. Uh, because Nielsen, he, yeah. he did Cobra and she did Beverly Hills Cop 2. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then... Okay, yeah, but she was... And in, then she did Flavor Flav. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that's his wife now, right? I, mean, I don't know if they're still divorced. together. I don't know. The gal from... Uh, What's that? The mountain climbing thing, movie. Oh, oh man, I don't, I don't remember her name. Yeah, that's his wife. Oh wow. That's yeah. Awesome. Anyway, what what a career, man. Yeah, what a career. Way man. to go, Can't So guys, yeah, make sure you check out Rambo: Last Blood at Tango Theaters. It's such a crazy. Like, did, you see, did you see that already? Do I have any I, spoilers? I'm gonna here watch that? it tonight. I'm gonna watch it, but I really hope it's not. I mean, okay, like, and we're wrapping up because we've been at this forever. I'm gonna now. watch it tonight. I'm, yeah. I'm like, now that we just talked all this, stuff, this I hope what the, what Sly does in in this movie is what they succeeded at with with Creed, like we just talked about. I hope they at least give some closure to the story, and you know, and and if the movie winds up being stupid, at least do the character right. I'm sure the movie's gonna be stupid, like 100. Like they just tied it in with the Mexican drug cartel, and like it takes place on U.S. soil. Oh, is that what it is? I, I believe that's what it's. So How I'm, old is John Rambo at this point? I don't know, but he can't be any younger than so well, it's still a Vietnam so. veteran. He's probably in the 70s. Yeah, and they're still sending him out there to do ops. No, 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 no. They they stopped sending him. He's retired. Long way He had to help no, but, his knees. No, but I mean, he's, he's being sent out there to do something. He's not being sent anywhere. He's defending his this own, one, yeah, he had his to go farm. and rescue like, his uh, niece. He's not in, yeah. It's, it's not an operation. Wow. Like, you know, even the last one wasn't really an operation. It's like, you know, he was supposed to help that uh, church uh, rescue mission. They wrote uh, Colonel Troutman out of the series because, because Richard, Kren- Richard Krenna died in real life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, dude. Wait, is your wife going with you tonight? Yeah, I mean, she doesn't know we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, Lonnie. Surprise. <laughs> <coughs> yep, but I think man, after all this talk about it, either we're going to go watch that or I'm just going to, you know, look to see if Demolition Man is on the <laughs> and and have my wife sit down and enjoy some Demolition Man. That is not an evening <laughs> with time lost. <clears throat> Definitely not. So, anyway, thank you uh, for listening to this episode of Real Talk. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, Tango Theater. And um, as always, happy, happy movie. movie.